welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today, we have Marla and Amy and Craig. Y'all keep me on track today. I don't know if you can hear, but somebody's doing work in the house behind me, and it sounds like I'm at the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I hope they have good food. I know. It's just making right. me hungry. I'm wanting oh. some Mexican food. I can hear the music, you know. How deep is the Tao? You want to read this for us, Marla? Do you mind, ma'am? Nope. How deep is Tao? My master said, Tao, how deep? How still its hiding place. Tao, how pure. Without it, this stillness, metal would not ring. Stone when struck would give no answer. The power of sound is in the metal and Tao in all things. When they clash, they ring with Tao and are silent again. Who is there now to tell all things their places? The king of life goes his way free Inactive, unknown. He would blush to be in business. He keeps his deep roots down in the origin, down in the spring. His knowledge is enfolded in spirit, and he grows great, great, opens a great heart, a world's refuge. Without forethought, he comes out in majesty. Without plan, he goes his way, and all things follow him. This is the kingly man who rides above life. This one sees in the dark, hears when there's no sound. In the deep dark, he alone sees light. In soundlessness, he alone perceives music. He can go down into the lowest of low places and find people. He can stand in the highest of high places and see meaning. He is in contact with all beings. That which is not goes his way. That which moves is what he stands on. Great is small for him. Long is short for him. And all his distances are near. Don't you like the way that Chauncey seems to go about describing what it's like to walk in what Lao Tzu wrote? Yeah, it's like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You had some thoughts, Marla? They still with you? Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a little verklempt at the moment. Okay. Um, comments, anyone? How still? It's like the Tao is found in the stillness. Without this stillness, metal would not ring. That's true. You can't hear sound if you can't hear the silence first. It's like the Tao is the stillness. Mm-hmm. Stone, when struck, would give no answer if it was not for the Tao. It's interesting. The sound, the power of sound is in the metal. The power of sound was not the Tao, but the Tao is in all things. So it's as if the Tao uses the power of the metal. I kind of thought that too. Yeah. It makes sense to me. It's the Wu Wei idea, that effortless effort idea. Mm-hmm. And he talks more about that later on. 
the king of life, I think, is talking is going on with that thought from last week of the kingly man. Which anyone listening, if you did not listen to that podcast, I would highly recommend it. That may be one of the best ones we've had. I should go back and listen. I hate I hate hearing myself. You know, I, I was in the same way, Marla, but Craig told me one time, he says, you need to go back and listen. And, and I started doing that and I get so much out of it. I'm, I'm sorry I complimented Craig. He's going to chime in now, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he told me and I did it and it, he was right. Craig was right. Yeah. Go ahead. Mark on the Craig was right. No, I only I only noticed it because I get distracted sometimes, and I think to myself, I missed half of that conversation, and, it, and it's it's good for me to go back and listen to it. But then there's so many nuggets of wisdom just drop out of it, and you think, wow, do you know what I really did miss? I really should start paying more attention. Um, this one's kind of got me a bit a bit lost. You know, my attention span's not the greatest at the best of times, but I, I kind of got to halfway through this and my mind started wandering. And I wonder if that's just really the opposite of what this thing's supposed to be teaching us. Because it's saying that the the, um, the master is rooted in the Tao, he's rooted in, he's rooted in the way of things, he's rooted in how everything is. He's, I, I don't think he's getting distracted the same as I do. Maybe he doesn't have... Maybe he doesn't have a job to do and maybe he doesn't have a family run around. And You're, Are you talking about the kingly man? Yeah, just yeah, just just the person that's in this verse, yeah. Can I, you know what I thought of finally? I think it dawned out, down in just this brain is that the king, but instead of thinking of the king as a man, it maybe think of the king as God. Is that a, is that a silly thought? No, no, no. It doesn't seem to have many distractions. It doesn't seem to have the same sort of thing going on in life as I do. Neither does God. Yeah, so, so it, it's like the rest of the, it's like the rest of the verses of the Tao. We always do the do the Tao now and this that and, and just. I find it very difficult to to come out of some of the means and then practice everything that's going on in it because I've got so many distractions going on. And it's how do I apply what we're actually doing to my everyday life? I don't know if it's kind of like, I don't know if I'm kind of, this is the life that I'm kind of aspiring to. This is, is, is this is this where I want to, is this the level of enlightenment that I want to get to? That nothing phases me, nothing distracts me. I'm constantly focused on what I'm supposed to be doing rather than what everybody else is wanting me to do. I have that same feelings. Like, is this the way I'm supposed to be? And how the hell am I supposed to get there? But it sure looks blissful. It looks amazing. Blissful. Yeah. I, I thought drugs could get me there. I, th- I think it's about being present in more moments of the day. Yeah. I think that's part of this. It doesn't say the king is a man. It says the king of life. I know, I know, but I just uh, so, in yeah. all of all of these is is a king, but at the bottom we're the kingly man. Well, well, something yeah. else too. We're all trudging this road, right? So I don't believe that I am less perfect in this moment 
as I will be tomorrow or more perfect than I was yesterday. So I believe I'm perfect in this moment for what I am. Okay. It's like a child lacks nothing. Uh, a normal average child lacks nothing. It has the intelligence, has the abilities, but that child has not learned yet how to drive. That doesn't mean the child's imperfect. He just hasn't learned yet. It's not time for that, okay? Or, or all the other things that come along as you get older, but that child is perfect for the eight-year-old, let's say, child in that moment. The child is perfect. You can't say, oh, this child screwed up. He can't drive yet. What, what's wrong with this child? He, you know, that would be crazy, right? But he hasn't got to that place in their life yet. So we spiritually, if we're thinking the same way, I think we're all right where we need to be, just like a child growing up is where they need to be in the moment. And what, what this is doing is unfolding for us so we can learn how to surrender more moments of the day. So the challenges I have in today are exactly the challenges that I need. I can approach the day without judging my day, respond how I respond, learn from those responses. And maybe if I need to respond different tomorrow, that, that's why we do the nightly inventory and all those things. You know, and we keep surrendering more moments of the day as time goes on. And uh, I've, I've tried to just take that judgment off, all that. I try not to shoot on myself anymore, you know. Great practice. Amy, you got something? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm looking at this sentence. When they clash, they ring with Tao and are silent again. It doesn't say if. Mm -hmm. So for me, that means, and and to Craig's point, I'm not going to, for me, I'm not going to, be still and quiet every moment of every day, right? Things are going to happen. The world's going to happen. Life is going to happen. Personalities are, right now, I'm thinking specifically of personalities are going to clash and I'm not going to get along with people. And then, um, so when that happens, when they clash, they ring with doubt. So then it's my responsibility to act with kindness to speak with kindness. Um, how, about, how about this, Amy? Continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong. Yes. Probably yes. admitted it. When, yes. not if. Yes. And, and when these crop up, right? Selfishness, yeah. dishonesty, resentment, fear. When these crop up. Right. Um, it's not if, it's when. So. And we're not imperfect when it happens. We're just human. We're just human. Yeah. See, we put all these judgments on ourselves to be to try to be perfect, and I, I think we have to we have to drop all of that. We're we have human. to drop the judgment. We begin yeah. to see that all people, including ourselves, are to some extent emotionally ill as well as frequently wrong, and then we approach true tolerance and see what real love for our fellows actually means. Yep. Everybody's wrong. 
But as Omar, as Omar but says, everybody's right too. Yeah, as Omar says, we're all fucked up. So might as well be friends with everyone. Aren't you realizing that I used to think I was right most of the time and wrong every now and then? Now I'm wrong almost all the time and just right every now and then. I flip. I would flip that. Yeah, it's flipped for me. I, I thought I was um, wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. Now I think sometimes I'm right. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's the difference. I came from an ego, from a pride perspective, and you may have came from a self pity from the other side. Victim mode. Yeah. Victim well, if mode. I went, yes. If I, if I went from being right five minutes ago to being wrong, then you're enlightened. <laughs> and wake, and up I, and go, wake up and go back to sleep, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. That is is a very good point in that because I too come from ego driven, you know, I was always I, I always need to be at the top of the heap, not at the bottom of the pile. I'm always, you know, and I'm like I was I'm a dragon sign, sun sign, you know, all that bullshit, right? But really it's just about look at me, look at me. And so for me now, just as you said, buddy, too to think I'm I'm wrong the majority of the time and right, well, wrong most of the time and right some of the time, well, however you said it, is indicative of spiritual growth. That's and humility for me. Humility, absolutely. So too. Absolutely, humility. It's interesting that this is found in the stillness, though. That takes me to meditation because it says that the Tao is found in the stillness. Without this stillness, just the basic things would not happen. So it's really about learning. And I was reminded actually of the, the Bible verse that says, be still and know that I am God. So, so even from a Christian practice, you could, you can find the need for stillness and where there's, there's strength in the stillness, not in the effort or the push, but it's in the stillness where the strength is. So, Craig, my my answer to you would be to ask your higher power how you can introduce more stillness into your life. Go ahead. Do you have something? Yeah, just you're talking about the Bible verse, there was another one that jumped out today, and I've heard it twice today, and it was, ye who are weary, come home. If you're doing, if you're doing so much that you're getting that much distracted, if, you, if you're coming to this stage where you're, you're becoming a human doing rather than a human being, then we stop and just just come back. Come come back come back to the stillness, come back to the doubt, come back to the come back to the level of um, come back to the level of I was gonna say the, the level of forgottenness that you know the, the childlike state where you where you are where you are teachable. You know, I was thinking, thank you, Craig. Um, what are some ways that we find stillness? The pause when agitated, for sure. The breath. Yeah, the breath. Maybe that's Maybe. what this is about. The biggest thing about this, the later he talks about walking in this, but the way we do that is by acknowledging the stillness. Mm-hmm. Meditating. Med- med- meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How else? Any other ways? In yoga, there's certain breath practices we do where we retain the breath. 
and it's in that and you like bask in that stillness of it it only lasts a few seconds but well, you know, with a pause, you know, that count to five or count to 10 mm-hmm. before you respond. Yes, that's words I don't live by very often. <laughs> I have a three second delay on my texts and on my email. <laughs> I used to use it quite often and stop it, you know, before I sent it because I get pissed off and write something. Then I'd realize after I'd sent it and it would be. You know, it'd be sending. I'd like, oh, shit, I better not send that. I'd stop it. But I don't have to use it much now, but I still have it there. But that that was one reason for that. Who knew there was a feature like that? Oh, oh I, yeah, I hunted it out. Yes, yes. <laughs> there, is actually, there is actually one um, one app that lets you unsend a message. Hmm. Mm. Well, you can also recall emails, but typically the person... You know, has already read it or seen it. But speaking to the growth part too, and and specifically emails and texts, especially emails, I find it very rewarding to have several email drafts that I delete because I never actually send them because I have practiced the pause. (laughs) That's a great idea. Yeah. Start the email and then walk away and come back. And then usually I don't have to send it because what is it about me? It's a spiritual axiom at any time, you know, that stuff. Anytime I'm disturbed, there's something it's wrong me. with me. Right. See, that's, that, that's another level I've not achieved yet. I just send it and that's it gone. <laughs> I think the last one, the last one started with, is this the level of incompetence we have to put up with? Okay, once we find stillness, let's look at the results of stillness. You're getting slap happy, Craig. It's time for bed. He's, you haven't been in the eggnog, have you, Craig? That's it. My grandmother used to load the eggnog up with rum. I mean, just load it up. Or my great-grandmother, actually. She was still alive. She lived in 96, and she loved her rum eggnog. Um, the king of life goes his way or her way. Free, inactive, unknown, would blush to be in business. In other words, no agenda, no ego present. He would be uncomfortable to be put in the spotlight. In other words, he or she. You think that's what that line means? That's how I I think it. Now yeah, it makes in sense. Context with everything else. Right. Um, makes more sense. Yeah, that unknown, free, free from themselves. You know, like we talked before, free to love people, free, you know, uh, free not to do what you desire, you know, free, freedom from yourself. He keeps his deep roots down in the origin, down in the spring. So, in other words, his roots are deep. His knowledge is enfolded in spirit, and he grows great, great, opens a great heart, a world's refuge, but yet he is unknown, inactive, and free. Isn't that God? That's the paradox. Isn't that God? What a God would be? Or God in our life. God in our life. Yeah, our our, our higher power. Our gods of our, our actions, our godly actions. 
Yeah, a God of my understanding, obviously. Yeah, or you could say our compassionate actions, if you wanted to leave the God word out, you know, you could go the compassion route. That really is compassionate action, truly compassionate Mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. Without forethought, he comes out in majesty. So things just unfold in, in his life. Without plan, he goes his way. And this is a good line. All things follow him. So things just work out. This is the kingly man who rides above life. You know, we've talked about that pendulum before of the good and the bad and the evil and, the you know, uh, what would that be? The uh, You got good and bad and things that are evil versus things that are, I guess, would that be good still? Anyway, you know what I'm saying, you know, the opposite swinging and then the power of love that would be above that pendulum, you know, is how we we thought about that before. So I was thinking about that. And this this gets into the intuitiveness, I think, in this next paragraph. Sees in the dark. Here's where there is no sound. In the deep dark, he alone sees light. In soundlessness, he alone perceives music. He can go down to the lowest of low places and find people. He can stand in the highest of high places and see meaning. He is in contact with all beings. Interesting how that non-dualness comes out. Mm -hmm. In contact with all beings. That which is not goes his way. That which moves is what he stands on. He stands on what moves. He doesn't make it move. He stands on what is moving. It's one awesome dude. But don't we see this in aspects that happen in our life where sometimes things just flow and we're just, this is observing life. Mm -hmm. This is the observing part. Great is small for him. Long is short for him, and all distances are near. In other words, he doesn't have problems. And the reason he doesn't is not because they're not problems, because the problems don't have him. You know, he doesn't get twisted. He doesn't get disturbed back to what you what we were quoting before, you know. Do you think he's single? <laughs> he's in contact with all beings, Marla. Yeah, Marla. <laughs> I hear easy does it all throughout that part of this, but even before um I I all things, you know, without plan he goes his way and all things follow him. Um a program of attraction, you know? If I just if I put good energy out in the universe, then I'm going to receive good energy back. If I put love out there, I'm going to give love in return. And if that's what I try to practice on a daily basis, then that's what's going to come to me, right? It's going to be reciprocated. It's a mirror. It's a mirror. Yeah. Mm. We just had this discussion in our morning town meeting about what what you give out, you get back. We did, yeah. Yeah, we were were quoting Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. I like the the sense in in soundlessness he alone perceives music. Um, that's something that I've noticed. My daughter and I were just in this 
grocery store. And um, there was some song, you know, the music was in the background, but all of a sudden I heard a different song and I was literally dancing, walking down the aisle. And before I would have never thought that was acceptable. You know, somebody might see me, somebody might judge me. Um, But I was having a good time. You know, I was having a good time with her. I was in the moment. I was having just being in the moment. Um, Or maybe it was subliminal placement. Maybe. Whatever it was, it was nice. There's there's product advertising that that only you could hear. Possibly. Possibly that's part of it, too. I was thinking about gratitude. And sometimes we get in situations that we think are unacceptable. But once we start finding gratitude in situations, we find out some things we thought were unacceptable or we're actually grateful for. I mean, we've all experienced that, I'm sure. You know, situations that we said, this is horrible. You know, back to the 417, 418, that we don't know what's good for anyone. Don't know what's good for me. Don't know what's good for you. So I'm better off, you know, not, not giving advice about anything. Because I don't know. Same kind of thing with this, maybe. That's how you might could see, perceive light in darkness. Or, you know, sound in silence. Or music in silence. Something pleasant. Not a noise. Music, you know. Something pleasurable. Because it happens all the time. We get situations that we think are awful situations. And they end up being something good. And our lives are better after the circumstances are over than they were before. Now I'm just thinking about the nine step promises. Yeah, exactly. What are they? What are the nine step promises? Oh, well, if we yeah, are I'm since I've been in AA. Okay. Well, how about this? I have, um, is it okay if I just read them? Sure, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we'll be amazed. Before we're halfway through, we are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Thank you. You're welcome. I do like that a lot. How How about this in the last sentence? He says, great is small for him. Why didn't it say small is great for him? Looks like the better would be the small is, or maybe I'm over that one. It means it, means it doesn't mean anything to him. Great yeah. doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter which it is. Right. He's not hunting great. He's not, yes. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Way to go, Marla. That's what I think too. That it's not like, you know, the humble thing is something wonderful for you. No, it doesn't matter. He doesn't care because he's not wrapped up in those things. 
Yeah, it just is. And if it just is, there is nothing hard, difficult. It just is. Doesn't mean he doesn't have difficult situations. They're just not difficult to him because he accepts it for what it is. That's like resentments. There's not a difficult resentment if you know what to do with it. Right. You can turn it into a gratitude. You can, if you know how to surrender a resentment. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them might take a little longer, but you do the <laughs> same thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Some things take longer to cook. But we yes. know how to cook now. We know how to cook, but some things, you know, I put a lot of ingredients into the recipe and they take a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it's going to get done. Exactly. Perhaps before I die, but long is short for him. I thought that said life is short for him. Long is short. For him. Perception. Mm-hmm. It's all about perception. Mm-hmm. Why in the middle of that would they drop the sentence, he is in contact with all beings? Why is it important that he's in contact? That's the only line that I see that is, I w- I w- I'm curious to w- what some other translations of that sentence would be. He is in contact with all beings. Is it that he is concerned with all beings? Is it that? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't discriminate. Maybe he's available for. He's available for all beings. Someone must risk kindness for injury, like seventy. The seventy ninth verse talks about. Yeah. Well, right before that, it talks about he can go to the lowest of low places and the highest. So, yeah, I think it's exactly what Craig said. It doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. you know, young, old. Rich, poor, small, big, you know, here, there. If you look at it in terms of the dive, the, the lowest is normally the valley where everything grows. And the highest is normally normally the mountains or, or the, the highest peaks. I thought about the characteristics of water there. Water. The lowest of low places. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. He is so free of himself that he blush, he would blush to be in business. Man, that's freedom. That is freedom. And we can be on our way there. You know, I know I'm on my way when I don't take credit for things that I do at times. That's on the way to that. I still, Amy, on the the 9 p.m. meeting, I still, I still, when people, they mention it all the time, you know, how'd this meeting start? I'm sitting there going, sometimes I really want to say, by God, I started that meeting. Yeah, I want to say that for you too. So, so don't think that you're not. You're definitely not the only one going. But ugh, bite your tongue. Yeah, it's so good when uh, somebody else says so. Especially when they they don't say a guy from Georgia started. They say a couple of guys from Georgia. That even gets me more. Like no two guys didn't start. One guy started. <laughs> <laughs> but that is so far from this. He he would be you know uncomfortable just people knowing that he was successful, you know, I mean, that that's so far, I'm, you know, I'm closer to that than I used to be, but you know, that's, a, that's on in the future. I hope. Do you think he would be blushing because of his humility? Yes. 
competitive competitive value and the the, um, the amount of attachment that everybody else puts on things. Yes, do you, that's what maybe, do you think you would maybe be embarrassed for everybody else to think? You know, you know, maybe we're putting too much, we're putting far too much attachment on it. Does it, does it really mean that, does that one particular thing really mean that much to you where you've got all, all, all this rest of the rest of life and the rest of the world to behold and you're concentrating on that one little thing? I don't know about all that. I think that he would just, it would be uncomfortable. What he's saying is he is so humble that he would be uncomfortable, I think with people giving him accolades is what the way I see that I could be misreading it. There's a, there's a lot here. It's just another example of, and it all goes back to the stillness. The King of life finds the stillness and it makes them free inactive, and unknown. The opposite of what people want, you know, they may want freedom, but they certainly don't want to be inactive and they certainly don't want to be unknown. There's some paradox there. I think inactive, not in that he does nothing, but he does maybe nothing selfishly or out of a selfish motive. Inactive in his ego. Yeah. He comes out in majesty. Without forethought, he comes out in majesty. We had one of those moments with the uh, fourth dimensioners meeting. When Derek uh, suggested we call the meeting the Fourth Dimensioners, everybody loved the loved the name. Little did we know that within a couple of months, Stephen C was going to suggest that we put it in intergroup for intergroup. And when we did, being that our names the Fourth Dimensioners, number four TH, when people look for a meeting, our meeting comes up first, and we never would have thought that through to do that we're not that smart but it worked perfectly that may be one of those situations of without forethought forethought you know something great happens that's what and i was saying nine o'clock meeting yeah a nine o'clock meeting is called the fourth dimensioners and we you know now if we would have been marketing pros i mean your aa meeting that you started it's the same yeah. thing exactly and you know, and we all liked the name, but none of us were, you know, so genius. It was a, hey, that would put us first on blah, blah. When anybody would search, we didn't even think about that. Things like that happen, though, I notice as well. Just stumble into things. Hmm, isn't that amazing? I'm hoping to stumble into a nice rental property shortly. It's interesting here, too. Two, it says all things follow him. He doesn't have to make things happen. They all follow him. And it starts with stillness. That's where this is, is in the stillness. Now, my Zen friends all believe that you find all of this in meditation. Every bit of it is from sitting on the mat. Yeah. If you have a problem, you go sit until you know the answer. How long? Well, it doesn't matter. You just stay as long as you need. I mean, if, if you ask the sensei about something, he'd, he would, he, he might tell you a few things, but eventually he's going to say, just sit about it till you know that right answer. Is that not what they're saying here? Stillness? Mm-hmm. It's a way of getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not to the sitting on the mat thing. 
Okay. But I am, <laughs> I can absolutely. And just told my sister yesterday, she's in, um, she's a nurse and, and she is facing the decision of whether or not to get the vaccine. And I said, I have learned when I don't know what to do, I don't do anything. The answers will come if my own house is in order. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then when in doubt by time, I've picked up those things along the way. Um, so I guess that's my version of sitting on the mat. Exactly. You know, we all have our version of that. I mean, we don't have to do it like whoever for it to work. We have to be really true to ourselves and, and see how God speaks to us, how we see these things. You know, for Marla, it's, a, it's yoga. I know that. And Craig walks. He walks, he talks, he even speaks. I very rarely listen. Very rarely. I hear. So I, very, I very rarely listen. There's a big difference. You're so easy to attack. You make it too easy. That's because that's because I've reached that level of enlightenment that I just am. <laughs> I just I just am that easy to attack. <laughs> I don't really want to be that. sick. <sighs> You know, I'm just kibitzing with you, right? Yeah, I know. Can you say kibitzing with a Scottish accent? Say what? Kibitzing. Kibitzing? Yeah, with a Scottish accent, though. No. <laughs> no. No. That's, that's you know like what I got Craig to do the first time I met him? I got him to do a Scotty imitation with the lithium <laughs> crystal. That was mean. With what? The... The crystals on the on the Star Trek, you know. Oh, oh you captain, you know. She can't take any more captain. She's got blue. <laughs> this is very first time. Very first time I met him. I said, "Hey, yeah. can you do this for me?" This this is me going for an interview for for a mastermind group, and and the only question, the only question this cross your old guy in Georgia asked is, "Can you do the Scotty impression from Star Trek?" <laughs> okay, he's in. <laughs> Any other thoughts on our, how deep is the Tao before we close for the day? I do have one other thing because I kept thinking of this deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. It may be obscured by calamity, by pomp, by worship of other things, but in some form or other, it is there. Amen to that. Hmm. That's also the place of surrender, though, right? Deep down, innermost self. That's where I'm going to surrender, and that's where I'm going to find humility. And then I can begin accepting things just as they are. It's interesting. He says he finds uh, he can go down to the lowest of low places and find people. In correlation there. Mm-hmm. We get our help by helping someone else. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we're just one big body. In that yeah. we're helped by helping another person, and that's why it helps us. Maybe that's the reason that he's in contact with all beings. Isn't that kind of what Bob, Dr. Bob and Bill did? Is that they wanted to they, they pick people up off the streets, even if they didn't want to be picked up, <laughs> over their shoulders. Uh, then they realized that that didn't work. They stayed sober. Yeah, they did. But none of them got sober. 
And they realized, they said, hmm, we have to let alcohol convince people. And that they didn't they call alcohol to convince great her? Convincer. Yeah, great convincer. Great convincer, yeah. Why is it ever? And, you know, this is the thing. I mean, I told someone not long ago, they said, well, I'm not sure. I said, well, go drink some more. <laughs> I can see us. We'll be here. <laughs> this well, is, is, like, tell somebody what rock bottom is. You really uh, you cannot tell somebody uh, what rock bottom is. That was yeah, like, like, yeah. like one of my sponsees. I, I say somebody, one of my sponsees has went back and drink again. He's like, did you send them $20 just so we could have a little good time? <laughs> That's a good, that's taking a little far, Craig. Yeah, that's a little too far. But you know, there's some old timers in meetings that used to do that. And said, we'll, we'll spot you for your first one if, you, if you're running low money and you think you need another drink. That's not a good idea. Well, we, we know it's alcohol that, uh, that convinces us, though, Marla. I, I've actually given money to people uh, for alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it, it's crazy, but I, I understand how they feel. So I'm like, here, feel good, you know. But it's not. I don't think it's a great idea. They're all my favorite. I love all of these. They're all my favorite. <laughs> Finding stillness, though, you know, I think for me, remembering that all of these promises, because that second paragraph is really more the promises. Thou promises, really. <laughs> you know, if we want to. The thing that moves, if we want to stand on it, if we want the great to be small and the law, you know, everything to work and, you know, all those things, then we've got to find that stillness. Okay, guys, if there's nothing else, then uh, y'all have a great week. See ya. Thanks. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars. Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery. 